Good morning. Good morning. Today is the 7th of April, Friday. It is currently 66 degrees and cloudy out there. Looks like a high today of 75, maybe partly sunny. Uh, rain showers possible. Uh, the pollen level is high. The humidity is 97%. And let's pray and we'll get into our lesson. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We just ask that you would uh, be with us right now, Lord. That you would uh, fill us with your spirit, give us your wisdom, your understanding, Lord, as we go uh, over this lesson, Lord. Father, we just ask you to accomplish your will on this earth, that you would use us as you see fit. Lord, we ask for your you would meet our daily needs. You always do. Amazingly, incredibly. Not only our physical needs, our spiritual needs, Lord. Father, we just ask for uh, just uh, strength in our uh, members, our fellowship, Lord, the marriages, the relationships. Lord, that you would just uh, protect us from the enemy, that you would watch over us, that you would uh, help us to stand strong in you and your resources, Lord. Whatever we're doing today, Lord, uh, we would be uh, just walking step in step with your spirit, Lord, relying on your resources, Lord, not on our own. Your grace, on your mercy, on your peace, on your forgiveness. Lord, just be with us now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, Christ in us, our hope of glory. We have Colossians chapter 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brothers in Christ at Colossae, grace to you and peace from God our Father. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love that you have for all the saints, because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. Of this you have heard before in the word of the truth, the gospel, which has come to you, as indeed in the whole world, it is bearing fruit and increasing, as it also does among you since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God in truth, just as you learned it from Epaphras, our beloved fellow servant. He is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf and has made known to us your love in the Spirit. And so, from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy, 
giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. And you, who once were alienated and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him, if indeed you continue in the faith, stable and steadfast, not shifting from the hope of the gospel that you heard, which has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven, and of which I, Paul, became a minister. Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is, the church, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God that was given to me for you to make the word of God fully known, the mystery hidden for ages and generations, but now revealed to his saints, to them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the, this, of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all his energy that he powerfully works within me. Christ in us, our hope of glory. To them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Colossians 1.27 We have been considering the wondrous truth that we who believe in Jesus are in Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, Ephesians 1.3. And that God has for us, all that God has for us is ours in Christ. We can now enjoy the benefits of who Christ is and all that he has accomplished for us because we are in him. Our present verse adds another extraordinary dimension. Not only are we in Christ, 
But Christ is also in us, Christ in you, the hope of glory. God wants to make something known among all the nations, to make known among the Gentiles. The message he desires to reveal is glorious in spiritual richness, the riches of the glory of this mystery. However, it truly is a mystery. In the New Testament, in the New Testament, use of that term, a biblical mystery is something that can only be known by the revealing work of God. The mysteries of the scriptures cannot be discovered or understood by intellectual, intellectual investigation or personal experience. God himself must make them known. The Lord does this through the grace-empowered, spirit-empowered, proclamation of his word. Here, the great mystery God wants to unfold is Christ in you, the hope of glory. What a grand hope this message brings. Jesus, the Son of God, is willing to come and dwell within us to assure us of making it to glory or heaven someday. Meanwhile, Christ wants to reside at the very core of our being that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, Ephesians 3.17. As we are trusting in him, he is living in and working through our hearts. Then from this strategic point of intimacy and access, he gives us heavenly hope. That confident expectation includes the joyous fact that he is coming again, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, Titus 2.13. Yet his return is not our hope, only hope. He himself is our day-by-day day hope. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God, our Savior, and the Lord Jesus Christ, our hope. 1 Timothy 1.1 Jesus is our comprehensive hope. Lord Jesus, my hope, I praise you for the hope you give anticipation of your return, assurance of heaven, and daily confidence in your working in me. Forgive me, Lord, for the times I place my hope and confidence elsewhere. Teach me. Help me to put my hope in you alone. In your faithful name I pray. Amen. Amen and amen. May the Lord bless you guys today.